welcome to the Pickup WNBA podcast. I'm your host, Catherine Niker. And I'm your other host, Freddie Rivas. What's up? Well, last week we said it was episode 75, and I think we were wrong. Shit. Because I was editing the pod afterwards, and I was like, mm. so this is episode 74. Boop, boop. It is. So did we... Did we skip? What did we skip? This is technically 75. We skipped 74. Our last episode was 74, but we introed it as 75. So do we just say this is 75 or is it like Japan Olympics when it was 2021, but they insisted it was the 2020 Olympics? I think because you pulled out such a niche reference, it 100% should be 76, and we should basically rewrite <laughs> 76. Our... Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. By 74. Should, yeah. Never we knew you. Rewrite our own history. Never knew like, you. You're in a building. You know you're on the 13th floor, but it's called the 14th. You're like, why is this? Oh, Doesn't my matter. God. Yeah, you know yeah, yeah. I mean? It's like... very that. It's very... I can't believe I thought of that Japan reference. Yeah. Uh, that, that was... Is... I promise you that was completely off the cuff. Uh, a quick, uh, a quick uh, like, apartment, like, floor story for you, as you mentioned it. So, you know, in, in Mississauga, Ontario here, we have these uh, buildings called the Marilyn Monroe Towers. And they're these tall condo buildings that, like, kind of curve in such a way. And they're supposed they're to shapely. resemble a woman's curves. So, anyways, these are, like, some pretty popular buildings. And my brother had this friend. He had a condo in one of those buildings were hanging out. And his girlfriend dropped her phone off the balcony and she was like freaking out. And she was like, oh, my God, I can't believe I dropped my phone 24 flights. And she kept saying that over and over. And I was like, well, there's no floor 13. So it's actually only 23 flights. And she got so mad at me. <laughs> she was livid. Yeah. She was livid. And I was like, I should become a comedian. And then I yeah. did. Wow. I like that. So you were like, hey, I know you just lost your phone and you're upset, but I need to correct you in this moment. And she was like, you actually don't need to correct me. And you're like, honestly, this is funny. And I'm going to become a comedian. And she's like, why? And you're like, you'll see. Yeah. Good. I don't know. I like that story. Yeah. No, that's great. I'm I'm happy you did that to her. And uh, <laughs> I'm happy you're here with us today. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. All paths led to here. Uh, actually, a ton of WNBA uh, news happening. Yeah, uh, literally just in the last like 24, 48 hours mm -hmm. uh, before recording this. We're recording this on Friday, January 26th. Um, first of all, let's talk about what happened last night. Uh, Steph Curry, uh, during the Warriors-Kings game, did this very uh, canned you know, bad acting sort of like, you know, with his uh, teammate Brad Upchemsky, just like, hey, like, do you know who has the record for three pointers uh, at an all-star game? And and then Brandon was like, yeah, it's Sabrina. <laughs> like, I don't know if Brandon was in on it. Oh, like, he, was. he was. He was? Because he, he, yeah. he felt a little like he was like, yeah, like we have the same agent, like whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It was a really bad. It was really bad acting. But uh, essentially, you know, Sabrina has, uh, you know, responded on Twitter saying like basically like let's do this. I don't know if they actually plan this and they're just trying to make it look spontaneous. 
You know what I mean? It mm-hmm. feels like it's something that was already organized, but they're just trying to like gear up this hype. Like this is like this spontaneous um, matchup. I almost called it a rematch, but they haven't actually matched up yet. So it's like a, you know. Yeah, this is very, very like uh, boxing fight drama territory. Like they're trying to sell tickets. They're trying to drum this up. <laughs> you know, that would be such a funny parody. Yeah, for our um. Oh, that would be right. Like if those two came together and like did the whole stage and the two of them like uh, roasting each other and blah blah. blah. I mean, I I was thinking it's like if it's you and like your brother's girlfriend or whatever, and she's like, I dropped my phone. It's like only twenty three floors. Let's go. You know what I mean? Like then, then like people got to hold you. See, you're a real comedian. That's a callback. That was solid. That was a little little bit of a callback there, Um, but. But yeah, hundred percent. He's like, yes, that's my agent. That would be so lit. Um, and if you are listening and you don't know like the vibe, just think literally any athlete you've ever seen in a commercial. That's yeah, funny. it's really like like bad acting. It's almost like um, when you get sentenced to community service, but that community service is an improv class. Wow, I I want to see that. I you're come on, you are not laughing at my references. I feel like I'm bombing here, Freddie. You're not bombing. You're just sending my brain into like deep curiosity. <laughs> like, it, like better than me laughing is me being like, "Wow, but what if?" <laughs> so, cheers to you. Wow, that's a, I'm I am an insane person. It's fine. I mm-hmm. mean, it's just you know, it's cold, it's dark here. Yeah. You know, I mean, anyway, you, you know me, I'm supportive, but yeah, you, you for sure are insane. So, <laughs> well, thanks. <laughs> thanks. We all needed that confirmation. Anyways, this is super exciting. I legit hope. This yeah. I mean, yeah. For it's real. Great. Um, I think it. Sabrina could very much win. I mean, a lot of people are making jokes about like, where's the WNBA line, the size of the ball, blah, blah, blah. Sure. Make the um, jokes. There's going to be a lot of sexist bullshit in all of this, but I love that Sabrina is like really up for the challenge. You know, I don't think she is necessarily like pressured or coerced into this. I think she like wants this. Yeah. I mean, because I think there were tweets that happened like earlier in the summer as well, if I recall. And now they're happening again. Like, I don't like she's not shying away from this at all. And And she's also done like the night night thing. Listen, yeah, we've said this on the podcast before, and if we haven't, I'm I'm happy to say it again. Uh, the NBA shooting stars, they took it away. I hated it. Uh, I sorry, I, I hated that they took it away. I mm, love that there mm. was. I love the format of like you know old NBA like retired guy, uh, WNBA player, current NBA player. Like I think we need a new version of that, and and I think also beyond, it's not like hey we're helping the w here it's sort of like this is great this is going to be entertain entertaining sure you know make your sexist jokes that's all good but i think more people will just be entertained and mm-hmm. um if you like basketball you like basketball so yeah whatever right but you know you know just as you're saying that i was just like you know what though like why not help out the WNBA? like yeah sure i don't know like it's just like it's this weird shitty stigma that i feel exists that like you know these like 
NBA casuals who don't like women's sports see it mm -hmm. as like this charity thing. And it's like, yeah. buddy, this is an investment. Like, what are you talking about? For sure. And I, I guess I just mean like it stands on its own merits, but yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. let, like the more joint things they do, the better, you know, and to me, it's always telling that the, the greats of uh, the NBA are always big supporters of the W that's yeah. not a, not, it's not a coincidence. If you are a basketball junkie, you love the W period, yeah. period. End of story. If you're like a real hoop head, you, you get past those, you know, what, like whatever you decide is like is lesser or different about the W you get past it real quick. Because if you're a real hoop head, you like all basketball, international mm -hmm. basketball, college basketball, high school basketball, W NBA, you know, boom, boom. Um, super excited for this. That's all I have to say right now. I mean, I yeah. guess next episode or the one after we'll be able to hopefully fingers crossed recap it. Mm -hmm. Um, and hopefully celebrate a Sabrina win. Yes. And there's really like no contest I mean, here who I'm rooting for. Yeah. I, I want to see Sabrina do night, night, hundred percent. The only thing I will say <laughs> right in his face. It'd be so, so good. good. The only thing I will say is Sabrina deserves this, but I think some other W stars could get in there. I wouldn't mind seeing like a, you want Allie quickly to come out of retirement, right? You, you are know, so biased for Allie quickly. John Claude Jones. Come on. Like, I, I, I think, you know, it, it, it would be fun. And I, and I feel like there's, yeah. they could, there could be like a team thing, like a joint score type shit. It, it'd be oh, good. true. That would, that would be fun. Freddie. Talk I to agree. me, Engelbert. <laughs> Every episode. Talk to us. Engelbert. Talk to me, Engelbert. Uh, yeah, we've got great ideas. That is a great idea, actually. Cause I do think the, the NBA needs to mix up, uh, that Saturday night, you know, because yeah. the dunk contest is rarely the highlight of the night now. So, you know, I think that would make things uh, more interesting. I like it. Uh, all right, let's move on to our big free agency news. Uh, NECA Agumake uh, has said she is leaving the LA Sparks after 12 seasons with the organization. Uh, Ooh, she, huge, yeah, huge news. it's absolutely huge. Uh, she hasn't, you know, decided where, she's going yet um i had a list of teams here yes she has already met with four teams including the sparks the other three are the atlanta dream phoenix mercury and chicago sky uh apparently there are also rumors that she is going to meet with the new york liberty and the seattle storm uh we saw on uh it was going around on social media uh, NECA posted this kind of like care, like, I don't know, this gift package that she got. And you could see in the background, the Seattle storm logo. So it's like Seattle storms already been like sending her stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, so there's a real courtship happening here. Uh, courtship pun intended. Hey, question that's mark. Good, that's a good pun. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> and, no, it's a good pun. Okay. Thanks. Thanks. Uh, you're just saying yes. Good. No. Listen. You're, you're being hard on yes, yourself. Good. I don't know. Maybe, maybe we'll see. But uh, all right. I I got a lot of thoughts on this, Freddie. What do you? <laughs> you know, you're laughing at me. You know what I, I mean? Honestly, now, now that's what's happening. It's both. It's both. Okay. <laughs> I just love that how like the 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 main thing you said no to. I was like, like you're being hard on yourself, and you're like, no, I can be harder. <laughs> like 
buddy, I can be more, I can yeah, be more judgmental of myself. You don't, you don't. Yeah. Know. That's me every week in therapy. Uh, <laughs> I, um, <laughs> this is good. This is good. It's, it's one of those pods already and I love it. Um, <laughs> but okay. Thoughts on this though. Thoughts on, okay. My two big thoughts is this is why free, you know, first one is this is why free agency is fun. Uh, mm-hmm. me and you have been sort of like, you know, priming our listeners and, you know, if, uh, all of our W heads have been excited for free agency, but there's like certain things that are predictable and certain things that, you know, you obviously, right. It's like, let's see what happens with Diggin Smith. Uh, we assume Stewie's going back, but then something like this happens and this is a major landscape changer. So this, you know, NECA is, is, is like still uh, although maybe, i i'd like to say on this, prime but like, in this podcast i did call that the sparks could blow up you did you did i did and, call that and this is Thank that you. um you're welcome um <laughs> but yeah i i think neca and then and then yeah it's a whole other thing too is sort of like is neca going to get like money or is it full on like like is ring the, chasing yeah, and, and then this is where the like evolution of super teams is really interesting, right? Because you have the aces who rightfully so kind of like just like crushed everybody and, and still won without Candace. And but New York mostly crushed everyone as well, but there obviously wasn't that level of dominance. But man, you know, the Liberty find a way to add NECA, and we're really getting into like, okay, it's a for sure it's a rematch. And you you have to start. I mean, this is such an early, early offseason hot take, but Liberty add NECA, and you're kind of in territory where you're like, are they the favorite? Like that's a it's a major, major acquisition. Yeah, it's huge. Um is that what you want to see happen? I or you haven't thought about okay, I've thought about yeah, I thought I've about, thought about, about what I want to have happen. Okay. Uh, just as a fan of the game, I would like to see NECA sign probably just a one year, a one year with the Phoenix Mercury. Mm, to me, just as a fan, I'm not saying that's what's best for NECA. Like, I'm not right. claiming that at all. But just as a fan, to me, if she signs with that team, they are suddenly, you know, the Connecticut son of the West. Right. Like, I just feel like they become they become on that Connecticut Sun tier. Yeah. And suddenly, like, they are another team that like, you know, you wouldn't call them the favorites, but they are enough of a threat that they could be a spoiler. They could make things interesting. Mm -hmm. And and that is what I want to see. I am a Mercury fan uh, for anyone who's new to the pod. Um, so I want to see, you know, Tarasi have at least one last solid run at this. Um, Brittany Griner still playing great. Um, you know, they've got other supporting players like, like Shay, I think Shay, Shay Petty, is she still there? Mm-hmm. We'll see. We'll see I after free so. agency what happens in terms of their supporting cast and things like that. They have that high draft pick this year. Yeah. Right. We, which is that, massive. Which is massive. I think the Phoenix Mercury could suddenly be super interesting. 
uh, in the West this year. And I think if they picked her up, ooh, that becomes juicy to me. That yeah, so becomes juicy. If she goes to a, to the dream, I think that's still super interesting and really fun. But they would still feel like a you know a couple of years away. Like they would 100%. still have they would still have to wait for you know the aces and the liberty to be past this prime that these two teams are in now. So for me, I feel like that would change the landscape the most. Where like if she goes to the Liberty, then it's like, yeah, it's still Liberty versus Aces all over again. And there's an even greater disparity now. Like now, like the Mystics don't even have a chance to like take a game to overtime or you know what I mean? So I feel like that's what I want to see as a fan. I I like that a lot. I think that this that, you know, the Mercury, I can't say like I don't think there are I think they're like several pieces away, but I feel like if you have Tarasi and you have Griner between that, but between NECA and the draft pick, those could yeah. be those pieces for sure. For sure. And then also who knows like who, who else joins there. And to your point, Shea Petty is, is, they got, uh, they is got unsigned. their right wing farmer and Sophie. <laughs> you need a right wing farmer. You need a right wing farmer. hundred percent. <laughs> Get off my lawn and into my phone. You know what I mean? Into, um, into my phone. Yeah, because they're so you know hypocritical with all the bad. See, that's a bad joke. No, uh, no, no. Maybe it was great. Maybe it was only lost on me. I we'll said find, it we'll like it's a later. saying that people know, and that's why it didn't work. You know, because I made it up. <laughs> um, but Shea Petty unsigned. I, also, by the way, I don't think we talked about Thank this uh, in, in the sort of predictable realm. John Quell has already uh, given the word that she will be returning to the Liberty. Right. So this is like, you know, we can sort of take John Quell off the board. Um, and then I, I also sort of wanted to touch on what you were saying about the Mercury. Uh, again, this is like really hot take as far as like, it's just there's so much that's going to happen still. But, you know, put the Mercury aside. I really think the, the teams that could be aggressive and like make a move towards being closer to the top two, in my opinion, uh, are the Wings, mm. the Lynx, uh, and the Sun. I feel I'm like, cu- yeah, I'm kind of surprised that those teams haven't been mentioned in this conversation with, yeah. me with NECA. I don't know why that is the case, but you would think like exactly like you said, like Connecticut, the wings, you think they would be right there in this conversation. But it, at least, you know, according to our online research, that those meetings haven't happened or haven't been scheduled to happen. Maybe that changes. I'm also, you know, I don't think they're like in this category of those teams, but. I'm curious about the momentum at the dream coming to the season with. Mm. Cause I, think I mean, they that, had that hype video. Yeah. And I think that like, there's something brewing there. I just don't mm. know if it's like how real it is. Both Atlanta and Indiana, I feel are going to be leveling up. This Indiana is going to take a step for sure. But I think that step is flirting with the playoffs. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, maybe. Yeah, yeah, but a step up regardless. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, all right. What else do we want to talk about here, Freddie? Uh, as far as f- uh, free agents, there's there's like, you know, the core player designation, right? So we got yeah. Jordan Canada, um, uh, Alana Deladon, Brianna Jones, and Brianna Stewart. So no surprises there, but, you know, you wonder if the kind of like Jordan Canada cord thing if that has like a, if there's like sort of a parallel thing going on with, uh, with NECA. 
right? Right. So it could be like Jordan Canada's the core player, and Neca's like, all right, well, it's it's my time. Or maybe that happened after. Yeah, like I, this is totally just like like random speculation. Yeah, don't you I'm think not, it's? I'm it's, not reporting. I I feel like the Minnesota links on this list have a lot of unsigned free agents still. Wait, how up to date is this list? Uh, it's oh, pretty... it's from the twenty first. So oh, it's so like not... this could have changed. Yeah, yeah, it's not that. It's not super up to date. Um, so you're right, actually, that that means that maybe they knew or those conversations happened earlier, and that's why they gave Jordan Canada that cord spot. Yeah. Um, the Minnesota Lynx here, they just have so many unsigned free agents, but yeah, maybe all that's changed now. Um, all right, let's uh let's move on. Um, Freddie, you had a fun topic for us. We uh we were reading this really great article about these, you know, the most hyped prospects of all mm -hmm. time, the most hyped WNBA prospects of all time. And we were going to ask each other, which hyped prospect do you, do we wish we got to see in real time as newer WNBA fans? Yeah. So I, I thought this was really fun because, you know, you think about when me and you became, you know, podcasters and, you know, subsequent like hardcore W fans. And, you know, there's some like legends in the league, right? Uh, so th this list is very fun. Um, and, and by the way, the article is by uh, it's, uh, M Adler with uh, the next. Um, so definitely check it out. It's a, it's a really, it's really detailed, a lot of good context. Um, and there's some people in there who you're like, of course they were hyped, right? Like Candace Parker and, uh, Maya Moore and Stewie, Asia Wilson, etc. But I think uh, one of the players that it, that is talked about that was really hyped coming, uh, you know, into the W that I would just I feel like I would like to experience because it must have been such a different time um, is Lauren Jackson. Oh so my Lauren, god, that was my answer. Was that yours? Okay, I, I have a backup. No, no, no. I love it. Let's just do that. Well. Like, I don't know if it's the same reasoning, but for me, it's, uh, you know, uh, there are good international players, but it's not quite, you know, other leagues. I know we always reference the, the NBA, but the NBA is going through this, like, it's been going through an international revolution and there hasn't been a uh, MVP, uh, an American MVP in the NBA for, for five years. And it looks like there, there's just, there's no real contenders for mm. that. Uh, and I think the W not the case, right? So last year, the three uh, MVP candidates, all American. Um, I don't see that changing this year. And, you know, think about this international uh, like phenom coming in. Like I don't have that reference point, like mm -hmm. draft, right. Coming up, you know, there's a, there's obviously a really, really talented Canadian coming in, but we're, you know, kind of hoping like, Oh, maybe it's a top five pick. It's not like, Oh, there's an international player coming in and they're the best. They're going to storm the league. So right. That, that's kind of where I'm coming from. No, I love that. Um, I completely agree. This was also my answer basically for the same reasons. Like I just feel like, you know, I've talked about this on earlier episodes of this podcast, but that like I got into the WNBA really early on, like in its inception and then like games became less accessible in Canada mm -hmm. and then it just became harder to to keep up with the league. And that was really during her era. 
um like you know the 2000s right and uh now like you know like the league has regained in popularity there's league pass now and then you know i just feel like it's a lot easier now to engage as a fan if you don't have a home team mm -hmm. so it's really like there's this like 15 year stretch between like 2000 and 2015 where i feel like man like i wish i had more access to the WNBA, and that really does span her entire career unfortunately that's kind yeah. of why i thought of her yeah well said uh the other thing i'll say about this this list that i think is just cool um, you know, for people like us and also just, you know, in, in general, like when you think about the growth of the game, we are absolutely in the midst of a totally historic draft. So in this list, um, which is really well researched, they have uh Caitlin Clark as number four, like most hyped ever, right? Mm -hmm. So that's that's why that makes sense. Uh, yeah, it feels like it, right? And then they have Paige Beckers at number six, most hyped ever. And then an honorable mention is Cameron Brink. Right. So like, and, and obviously, you know, we've talked about like, will, you know, Paige, will Cameron, whatever, like, will they declare? And like, that changes things. However, mm -hmm. he heading into this season, just the, the influx of talent is is just tremendous. And that's a really, really cool thing to be a part of as a fan. Yeah, I agree. Um, I meant to do this topic second, but we're just going to reverse the order here. Um, Sue Bird, uh, premiered her documentary at Sundance Film Festival. Uh, congratulations for getting into that festival. That is not an easy thing to do. Uh, that means this is likely a very good documentary. <laughs> Honestly, you know what I mean? This was not a straight to TV doc mm -hmm. no disrespect to other documentaries that have that but just saying when you're doing the film festival circuit that's just a different level um with that uh she did an interview uh, this is with through the la times and she had some interesting things to say about the state of the league uh she was asked about chartered flights and you know i'm going to paraphrase a bit of this chunk mm -hmm. here but definitely read the full article in the la times um she talked about, you know, commercial flights and charter flights being an interesting topic because it's a lot of money. And then she's like, there's actually not that many people that charter in the world. Yet mm -hmm. I think in professional sports in this country, it is a benchmark for people who are maybe casual fans. It does represent something. So with that, I think everyone in the WNBA, myself included, we understand that is where we want to get because it does give us some sort of validation. She goes on to say um right now the max salary is you know 22,500 wait 250 100,000 oh god help me uh that's 250,000 <laughs> thank you good lord uh you know which is pretty good uh however obviously compared to men blah 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 uh she talks about renegotiating the new media deal and she says after that negotiation you might see salaries that are fi uh 500,000 to 1 million so that's super interesting to us. We Googled when that is renegotiated again. It is the fall of 2025 um, that the media deal gets renegotiated. But basically saying that once that deal gets renegotiated, that could suddenly answer a lot of these issues um, that have been on the table for some time. Chartered flights, um, wages, maternity leave. Uh, more roster spots, possible expansion again. Um, 
a lot of things could change with that influx of money. So yeah, super, super interesting stuff there. Only two seasons away. Yeah, I, I honestly you 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 covered every angle so well and I think that hearing you say this like you know I'm it, it's awesome that we're talking about it because it really you know obviously this is Sue Bird saying this you know this is like a you know a W legend and authority and an arguable goat but you know it's not the same as Engelbert saying it however mm. it it does give a sense of optimism and, and I think a voice to what the feeling is for a lot of WBA fans and analysts, which is that this league is on the verge of something more than, than legitimacy. This mm-hmm. league is on the verge of exploding. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one thing she said, uh, one thing Sue said that I thought was really cool was that, you know, $500,000, 1 million, uh, um, you know, that that's a major narrative change about how people have to talk about the W yep. whether, whether that's like a casual uh, fan or uh, a college fan or a misogynist or whatever the hell, like if someone's making half a mil or a mil that like just gives a whole different view on the importance of something. And, you know, I, I liked, I liked how she talked about chartered flights. Like, you know, it's, I think when you, when you take a step back from comparing it to men, mm-hmm. which obviously is understandable, but when you take a step back from that, you're like, wait a second, this is like a totally elite thing, like in the world. Like yeah. it's not a thing that anybody just does. Yeah. You, you are in a completely different stratosphere if this is something that you do. Uh, and it's, and it's a priv- privilege and a luxury. And it's like something that we, you know, have come to expect from our athletes because of the the way in which they have to travel. But yeah, like it is a benchmark. And I think, you know, t- yeah, there's, there's so many things packed in there's so many ideas packed into this quote, just, you know, I, and I find it really interesting because it feels like the W is close to, you know, I'm just sort of, uh, parroting your point but it's so close to solving a lot of the problems mm-hmm. prioritization you know mm-hmm. expansion roster size uh a lot of the things in the league are are great and i i feel like if there's more money like not even that much more but like some more money it really is going to sort of put the w into this this unimpeachable category Yeah, I I agree. And I think like one thing that's super interesting about this quote is this is the first time I've heard a player talk about the importance of chartered flights from a symbolic perspective rather than just a logistical one. Yes. And she kind of like, you know, I mean, they're both of equal importance, but it kind of feels like, you know, she's she's sort of drumming home like the idea of like what it would mean to the league from you know like legitimacy and stuff like that as opposed to just logistically which i thought was super interesting yeah yeah agreed um cool all right with that i believe it is time for freddy's fun question okay ffq here we go um so there is this incredible video that's come out of uh the aces um you know like uh physical training sessions 
where uh, I think it's basically just called like, uh, are you thick? And it's players basically laying on their, uh, on their stomach, rolling uh, like a, a, a dumbbell. Is that, is that what that's called? Uh, the bar. You sure. The, yeah. Like, like sort of like a bench press bar, but they're rolling the bar. And if the bar, uh, if the bar gets stuck, on their ass it's like you got a big ass you're thick you win and everyone's just going nuts in the video it's hilarious and then it's just like they're clearly messing around but it made me think Catherine, Mm -hmm. if you were you know on some team socials or whatever Mm -hmm. and it's like okay we gotta we gotta hop on this trend we gotta like measure something in some creative way how are you going to do it? What, what, or what body part, what, you know, physical skill, whatever. How are you measuring it? What are you doing? What's the game? All right. Well, I got to think of my answer, but as I'm thinking about it, I'm just, and, and you getting ready for yours, I'm just going to say, you know, with all due respect to the aces, if I were to participate in this contest, I would win. This is the one contest <laughs> I would be every single aces player in easily, hands down. I have a larger, ass than all of them maybe even more than two of them combined wow. uh that's bold it, it is a bold claim but i'm a large woman so it's not that bold i don't know it's just it's it's there it doesn't do much uh you know it's <laughs> you're like it doesn't do much it doesn't need to it doesn't need to uh i'm not that girl online you know but uh shout out to them i really enjoy this just letting them know this is the one thing i could beat them at um with that i gotta think of an answer freddie what is your answer well i guess if we're you know putting ourselves in this that bar is gonna roll right over (laughs) because i have a never-ending back uh i do not have an ass um I think I need to work out more, but you know, even if I did, it would still be like a small bump. I see guys like, like squatting and like squeezing their butt. Yeah. I need to do that. That's like a whole thing. Like guys are trying to get like a cute, butt. I mean, listen, if you're a good athlete, you got a big ass, you got a strong ass. That's how, that's, that's how that works. Yeah. That's how you take those charges. Yeah. That's where the power, that's where the power comes from. You know, I'm not a big, uh, you know, like American football fan, but obviously, like, you know, I tune in for all the, you know, Super Bowl and playoffs and stuff. Uh, listen, a running back has a massive ass. That's just how that works. Like, you, that's where the power is coming from. Anyhow. You're more of a swimmer's body. I don't know. I wish. I Me? Personally? Know. Oh, my God. No. I'm more of like, I'm more of like. About a, a swimmer's body. I'm more of like a trucker that smokes a lot. <laughs> Okay. You know what I mean? Like I'm not, I'm not huge, but it's like, I'm a bit gaunt. Yeah. You know, Um, that's so funny. I mean, I have a, I have a, I sit at a desk all day body, I would say. Okay. I mean, that's, that's most people, right? Yeah. Um, Yeah. Well, no, I definitely don't have the body of most people. Maybe I do have a trucker body. Um, (laughs) You're like, I'm an ice road trucker body. Um, (laughs) I don't even know what that is, but I don't know. I'm just plowing snow. Yeah, I, I mean, whatever. I don't know. Like, uh, <laughs> I don't even um, know what that I, means. I don't even me know either. I was trying to think of a to. of a different trucker. Oh no, I don't know. All right, here's my competition. All right, all right. Wingspan. <laughs> we went off okay? the rails with that. Yeah, yeah we did. Uh, it's a great video, though. Watch it. Uh, wingspan. So check it out. 
Um, because I'm a weirdo, I started uh, bird watching in the pandemic. Kind of, kind of stopped. <laughs> Just a side note there. Um, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not really like. If anyone's listening to this, like, other oh. people were making banana bread. Yeah, they're like, so like, hold on. So this guy's a trucker that smokes, and he <laughs> checks out birds. I gotta call the cops. Um, I have no idea why Kathy hasn't called us yet. Right. Engelbert's like, I was right about to call you. We've got you a truck to drive all the way. To yeah. Europe. She's like, as soon as you said some personal information, I realized you yeah, were a look, hard. You know what? We both have trucker bodies because that's our logo. Yeah. Our logo exactly. is up on the truck. Thank the pickup. Pick up. Let's pick go. Up. Let's fucking go. Right, that's us. Trucker bods. Boom. Trucker um, bods. Wingspan. Okay. Um, I mean, no birds will be harmed in this, but you get a bunch of bird measurements. I'm not talking Sue bird. I'm talking real birds. Okay. Massive birds. And then you see, you get people to like, you know, cause it's always a thing wingspan in basketball, people um, seeing how big their reach is, how big their wingspan is. Uh, and you, you measure them, uh, you, you know, do some like. So it's like your wingspan compared to like a pterodactyl. That's right. So the biggest wingspan in the world, I looked it up for this. Well, it's like a little kid's height chart, but it's exactly. wingspan. Yes, that's my vision. You saw it. I love it. Um, <laughs> I was way too enthusiastic for that, but you you literally saw into my brain. Thank you. Um, wandering albatross uh, is like the standard. That's 12 feet. So that's nobody. Uh, no one's going to be that big. But like if, you know, that's anyways. Wow. Yeah. So that's get, wild. Get in there. Uh, yeah, I love it. Um, I was thinking like, like I was thinking of something that could be like a series, so maybe like because we talk, we talked we were brainstorming a little bit earlier before we started recording about like jumping over things mm -hmm. or some sort of jumping thing. Mm -hmm. There was I'm forgetting the name. There was a toy, a, a kid's toy when when we were young, and it Thank looked you. it, it looked like a like it looked like like a like Saturn, like it was like a ball and then it had like a rim around it, and so it was like wobbly, and I then you exactly put your feet about. on it yeah. and you would jump imagine because like these are like world-class athletes and we don't want anyone to get injured mm -hmm. but in this world what if they had to use that to jump over different objects yeah or we could just long jump but i just thought adding the toy would give it like an extra element of something Listen. And then you could keep doing it, right? Because then there would be different objects, different degrees of difficulty. You know, you keep trying to one-up each other. It's kind of like the opposite of the limbo. You're just trying to get higher and higher. Yeah, I love it. Add That'd the toy. Bring in the branding. Let's go. Angle and then they could sell WNBA versions of it. They could be orange and shit. Kathy. Engelbert. Call, call us. us. That's, that's how we got to sign off from now. Just Kathy, Engelbert, call us. <laughs> No, thanks for tuning in. No, <laughs> thanks no. for listening. Yeah, it's just Kathy Engelbert call us. And eventually she will. You know what? I actually love that as a sign off. Because then we're like manifesting it more. Yeah. Like we'll still thank everyone for listening. We appreciate everyone so much. And then, and remember, not and remember, but and... <laughs> <laughs> and remember, folks at home, Kathy Engelbert, call oh us. God. It doesn't make any sense.
sense at all. <laughs> Freddie, we just we we went too long without talking. I think that's what happened. Mm -hmm. We missed each other. We missed each other. Um, but I legit do like this as a sign off. Do you? Yeah, it's no, it's real. I said it as a joke, but you like it. I like it. It's real. We're doing right. it until she calls us. Yeah. Uh, and when she does, we will have to debate if we've jumped a shark and should continue <laughs> potting. Uh, yeah, well, but that's a, that's a future us problem. Yeah. Um, before we, before we wrap up today, Freddie, this is his last episode for a little while. Mm -hmm. Um, Freddie is about to have a baby. Having a baby. Congratulations. Uh, so what we're going to do is I'm going to keep the podcast going, uh, every other week, uh, with different special guests and, uh, Freddie will be back like maybe like late march early april something yeah. like that yeah um, um th that's that sounds about right uh i will you know obviously figure out the new dad stuff and uh try to get back back in there uh i you know i i, I definitely think i should be up and running before the season starts but um you know uh obviously we will see what happens and we have some incredible guests lined up. So I think uh, I know people will miss me. Um, <laughs> maybe they will. Maybe they won't. But we're we, going to we... have to go to Kathy's Catherine's quirky question. Yeah, we will. We will. And I, I think it will be a lot more coherent than my I question. I can't believe I just but... called myself Kathy. I'm going to throw up after the pod. Yeah, I wasn't going to call you out, but. <laughs> <laughs> uh oh god all right well look uh freddie we're gonna miss you um but congratulations i'm really excited for you and caitlin to start your new family thank you and uh you know hope to visit at some point but i'm not gonna rush myself you know take your time get get you know into your routine you know hoping for you know some sleep on your part thank you all that good stuff and uh yeah well wishes and you know we'll, we'll see each other soon yeah see you on the other side uh thank you again everyone for tuning in we really appreciate it so so much uh we'll be back in two weeks time hopefully with more free agency news maybe an update on this all-star situation and who knows what else will be happening in the world of the WNBA and women's basketball uh thank you again and kathy engelbert Call us. Call us. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <I> <laughs>